0: You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. I hope you enjoyed your week. I hope I thank you for sharing uh, your time with with us here on the podcast. Ryan's here with me. Hello. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you? Doing pretty good. We had an early podcast this morning. We did. And uh, now we're gearing up to do these uh, ads and things like that Mm -hmm. so we can keep the show going. I appreciate everybody listening. It means a ton to me. Uh, also, uh, we're going to be getting right into Billy Magnuson here in a second from no time to die. The new bond movie made for love on HBO, many saints of newer, the guy's rocking it. He was a great interview. I had a ball talking with him, what he, a what a pleasurable, just a, a good human being. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, uh, I think you guys will really enjoy this podcast. Um, a shout out to all my patrons. If you want to help the podcast out a little more. There's a lot of perks and fun stuff, and uh, that's patreon.com slash inside of you, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash inside of you. Um, also, I'd love for you to, if you're here for Billy, to uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and a- anywhere else you get your podcasts. And what are our handles, Ryan? At Inside of You Pod on Twitter, at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. That's it. Uh, it's very simple, and keep this podcast going. I ask for your uh, your help, yeah. your uh your uh, what's the word? Support. Support would be the right word. It's a good word. Um, really fun interview. Uh, anything going on here in the next weeks? So I'll be at the LA Comic-Con on December 4th and 5th. Tom, Willie, and I are doing a Smallville Night, so if you're in LA, you might want to see that. It's a really a great little two-man show that we do, and we're going to be signing autographs that weekend at the LA Comic-Con. So get your tickets. Get your tickets. And uh, um, also, uh, November 20th, November twentieth, we're going to be doing a stage at my band Sunspin. You go to sunspin.com, get tickets. You can watch it virtually. We do two shows, 2 p.m., 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, November 20th. And it is on the 20th, isn't it? Isn't that right? I hope so. I I I, 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 I would hope so. I, I that's all I have to say. Fucking hell. Jeez, Ryan, are you okay over there It is. It's the twentieth. <laughs> uh fuck it. Let's just get right into it. Let's get into uh this guy. He's uh I'll let you uh, let you listen and let you decide. I'm babbling, so I'm going to get right into it. Let's get inside of Billy Magnuson. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Dude, the first thing I want to say is Ryan here, my engineer. The first thing he said was,
2: He's got, you have a podcast? <laughs> Who? You. Oh, I had, it's a, uh, my buddy put it together, uh, Kyle Chevron and Lamorne Morris. Lamorne and- was on the podcast. Lamorne's a great guy. Lamorne's
0: a great guy. I he's hilarious. Him.
2: He's hilarious. He, he they wrote a, like a scripted podcast. So it's like a bunch of episodes. And of you're this- on it? Yeah. Are what- you one of the hosts? No, it's not like that. It's scripted. So, it's a story about like a it's a throwback 80s action like comedy. That's uh, just scripted out. Great. Too. stoners just like But how did you get Rick Ashley to do the music for it? I don't know. I don't know. You that don't wasn't know Rick? my job. That wasn't my job. But you know who Rick Ashley is. Of course I know. I, I, I Rick roll people all the time. Never gonna give, give you up. Never gonna, never gonna let you down. Never gonna, gonna run do- around
0: and desert
2: you. All right, now you're a singer. Uh, you do I, Broadway i did broadway but not um not singing wise like that what those people do eight days a week singing is unbelievable i've done theater just like live a lot uh, of theater straight plays and stuff like that but i mean come on you, you you got nominated for a tony luckily yeah it's crazy it's such a weird weird thing again you just kind of go through your career and do what you do and kind of shit just happens and stay humble at least i don't know how to do anything else have you that. have
0: you gone into any asshole phase because you're you're in your 30s i mean have you gone into like hey i'm fucking cool as shit i'm like because I, I went and i'm sure those stages were like hey all right and then you realize hey shut the hell up there's you know you're an <laughs> I,
2: idiot. no i if, if, if probably my whole life has been the asshole stage you know <laughs> like all my jobs are like cast as like the asshole are or you like, mostly cast as the asshole um i feel like i play the villain a lot more than the the hero so it's always. Political. I never would have thought that. I would have thought you were a leading guy, a guy next door, no, never, the good guy. Never. I could see you playing a Jeffrey romance. Dahmer because oh, he's a, Jesus. Can you see the Jeffrey Dahmer though? Thanks, I really appreciate. Well, you kind of like have I, his
0: a semblance to him, a resemblance. I
2: don't know what he looks like. He's a so.
0: good-looking dude.
2: I'll Google him. I'll I mean, Google he's a serial killer. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's you not know that. good. That's not. No, that's not, not good. Pos- that's not. Can I say something about you? So, <laughs> I don't know look we never met each other before i know know. and like when was smallville
0: smallville was like
2: 2001 to 2011 or something um i don't know what it is man but you stuck in my head for years i never watched the show or maybe like came across that episode once and you were in it and i don't know there's just actors in this world that like stuck with me and you were one of them and i don't know exactly why You know, where you just like, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. You really, I think there, um, you have a quality that I think some of my characters have is this, like, it's a, the bad guy, but he's so charming at it, you know? I appreciate that. And that that there's something. That's the
0: key. It's the key is to, I always say is play it grounded and you you don't, no one's shows off their evil. Yeah. They cover it. Yeah.
2: Well, no one's the villain in their own story. That's one of my
0: famous lines in the small in no. like, I, I am the villain of the story. It was one of my favorite things to say. Yeah. when I kind of. Well, you, thank you.
1: Well, you kind of did that. I saw because I saw it made for love. Oh, yeah. HBO um, series. Yeah. No, and I want like he's and you're the character's like really framed as a he's a bad guy. But like you for some reason, by the end of it, you're still kind of likable. And I, it was kind of frustrating to watch. <laughs> I was like, that's
2: good. Well, that's the point, yeah. right? again no one's the villain in their own story so maybe
1: that's why you're getting
0: cast so much in roles because you have this likability and they're like oh we could see him play that guy but like he'll you'll like him you won't instantly hate him
2: i I guess i don't know do you ever go into a project being like is this the character they're gonna love or hate i i you just kind of like play the scene and play the story more than anything I so you don't have an agenda like when you go into it you just say hey
0: these are the lines i'm gonna hit my mark i'm gonna play it a certain way i mean how does that work for you? For like yeah, I would
2: say more than anything, like as an, I don't know if you feel this way, as an actor, I've said this quote so many times, but you're a color in someone else's palette. You could be the best blue, but you can only be blue. Right. But uh, again, you could work with them as much as you can, but you're not the the painter. Yeah. You're just the color.
0: I mean, you've, I mean you're doing all this great stuff. The Many Saints of Newark that just came out. Yeah. No Time to Die, working with yeah. Daniel Craig. I mean, I read that. I'm just like, you got so many things going, but I want to take it back. I want to see,
2: like, did you always want to be an actor from a, from a young age? No, no. I just, uh, no, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was young. I, I was. What like, did you do when you were young? Like everybody else, I played just, out in the in the woods. You know, I went, like rode bicycles. I, I don't know. Really, it wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't. I wish I had something that was crazy. I had definitely like ADD or something that was just all yeah, over the don't place. Don't we all? Don't we, don't we all? um but yeah it wasn't i was never afraid to be on stage i guess like if like our school was doing something they would always ask me to emcee just because i would be the only kid that would be like okay i'll do it how do you emcee a show like uh, do i don't mean? know it's like a, whenever you were a kid like i'm you're billy
0: magnuson and you're watching into up, the woods <laughs> ps <laughs> ps
2: 97 hey yeah yeah exactly doing a bunch of i don't know you just had charisma at a young age i
0: guess i don't know were you now listen were your parents very supportive like you know i had I, I come from dysfunction so you know i could talk all day about my family but if those that listen know that I, I i have that did you have any kind of dysfunction or were you just did you have a normal
2: upbringing uh i don't know what's normal i had mine um, <laughs> what, what do you remember uh i come from a big like uh catholic family in new york you know there was my dad had like seven sisters and two brothers and then the amount of cousins i had growing up in new york and they were all my grandma ruth was like the. that matriarch. was my grandma really ruth? i
0: have ruth i tattooed on my arm oh beautiful ruthie is she ruth. still with
2: you no she's she's sadly passed yeah mine too years ago she was a blessing she yeah. was amazing. i got the other one though the lithuanian one what's her name Otilia my Otelia. otilia otilia she's lithuanian she yeah. has that accent she talks like this yes yeah, so we call her motula motula what does <laughs> motula mean it means loved one because buna is grandma in lithuanian but we say motula motula because she was like i'm not going to be called grandma don't you dare do that right right she <laughs> yeah. doesn't you don't, don't age me yeah yeah
0: i never meet someone with a grandma ruthie in fact do i do this say? thing on instagram where i i i do this uh snapchat like grandma looking woman and i'm like hi everyone it's
2: it's aunt ruthie and i do this whole <laughs> did thing. she have the new york accent and all that my stuff.
0: grandma oh yeah she didn't she always had a big cigarette in her mouth oh, and a big yeah. ash that was about to fall and i go hey you're gonna burn the house down go, get out of here burn the house down.
2: <laughs> but you so you had a big family yeah so i grew up just and there was a lot to sift or fight through i guess you yeah. can say but i think it was very supportive but once she passed away the family Like spread out a lot. Isn't that
0: something? That's what happened with my grandmother when she died. Everybody, there there was no more meeting place. Yeah, the, The, you know, the the matriarch was gone, and now everybody kind of like uh, spread out
2: and live their own lives. It's kind of sad
0: though. Those days where you're all together and you're eating and you're bitching and people are arguing in the kitchen over. Oh, it's crazy. It was
2: always there was never a dull moment. You know, there was always something going on, and I do miss it. And like I think I crave that as an older man. Like I would like to have that.
0: Do you think you want to have kids and a family? Yeah, you do.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. i want want to do the whole thing
0: but you have to be in a relationship i have to to, do that yeah and right now you're single yep that's that's what i am hey perpetually single i mean la is a tough city why is it so tough is it it, you know people in the midwest always say you know my friends where i grew grew up in indiana i was born in new york but they always are like you know why aren't you married and why aren't you and it's just it's different in the midwest it's the mentality of like people wanting family in there it's just I guess I don't know if there's that much more to do maybe LA there's just so much scenery and there's like oh there's this I
2: I don't I think this city just naturally gravitates people who are on an individual journey more Mm, than anything and that's the priority over uh, a partner selfishness is what you're saying there's a yeah yeah I would say so (laughs) well
0: I guess like if you want to have a career you have to do everything you can to have that career and it's impedes
2: that which is crazy because i i think <laughs> all this shit is chaos and there's opportunity and it's either you swing when you got the opportunity or you right. don't you know yeah and I, I i'm not afraid to like fail you know and I think, are you really not afraid to fail i think like this tattoo i got it's you fail i always know i always well <laughs> it reminds me it reminds me that my friends are assholes um but right. what it, is it what does it say it's just a string it's I'd, a string oh, i thought it was actually a string yeah no it's a string and tattoo. like you have other friends that have that no because they were like oh, we were like graduate college and you know they're like let's get tattoos we were drinking off the wagon down McDougal street right. in new york and i was like okay i'll go first and i got my tattoo and my fucking buddies didn't do it and i'm are like you are you serious? fucking kidding me dudes were you drunk of course you're 22 in new uh, york just going crazy yeah and they didn't get it they so it shows keep... you how much they care about you Billy. exactly and i still love them yeah you yeah. still love them even though they didn't but it, it represents facing a fear I, I for some reason anytime i've been very like i don't know if a, a big fear is in front of me i have to go right into it that means i have to do it really and it's no like matter the weird, how scared you are no, no if even if it's like karaoke or something okay i oh. hate it and because i'm so scared of it i'm like god damn it i have to do it right, right, right yeah but it's like that's kind of been my driving force anything that like puts me off weirdly i'm like that's where i'm going have you failed yeah plenty of times you have what have you failed at failed at so many things um specifically i think trusting yourself a lot that's Um, where
0: failure comes from when you don't trust yourself isn't it
2: yeah i think so it's where you like avoid something that's deep inside you and you keep pushing it down or hiding from it um and that's a big, I, I think that's the biggest failure. What, yeah. is,
0: what is what is that, the one thing that, what's the one thing that scares you? The one thing you're afraid of failing at? Not trying. God, I, I mean, you're such a, that's such a good attitude, not <laughs> yeah. trying. I think I don't try sometimes because I'm like, I do not want to set myself up for a failure.
2: See, there's that quote, like the, the biggest regret is not trying or something like that. Yeah. I would rather regret, or I would hate to regret not trying like to not see where it goes not go on the adventure not go around the riverbed right. you know <laughs> I've going to well, go into but Pocahontas but you <laughs> but you had to
0: learn that like I mean you had to have like were, you, were your parents loving they like Billy I love you I'm proud of you mm-hmm. uh, they, they were like that
2: they were affectionate and like I remember going to church like as a kid and you know we would hug my dad all the time and my mom and People would come up to him and be like, wow, your your sons are so affectionate towards you. And right. like, it just kind of was the household we were in see know. not me dude <laughs> i'm sorry what's what the trauma i never kissed i'm not saying my... we don't all have traumas we no,
1: definitely all no, have trauma i know it's like but, but
0: i never you know i never kissed my father my father never <laughs> looked, looked at me and try. said i love you i'm proud of you you're doing great uh, uh whatever you do i'll support you i never heard any of those things so really I, it's surprising that i'm even here talking to you right now well that's <laughs> uh, that shows the the strength that you have within you already you don't need it but sometimes you have to look at that strength and go look what you accomplished look what you that's what i need to do more is kind of look at look at that look at what you've done look what brought you here look how you got here yeah
2: but, but you did it but, do you uh, take the time to reflect you do you ever it. celebrate yourself uh, i think you do with the with what with the the 50, the 50 top bachelor oh god that's Everyone, the one every, you said don't bring it go up go ahead say it Billy. no go no, ahead and say it say no. tell them what you see I, uh, I see a lot of cool things actually well there's Muppets. only
0: one thing of me up there too there's a picture of me and Steve martin but there's a picture of me with the 50th most ex- eligible bastard that's the only picture of me I have in the house the rest are just movie stuff and but it's the podcast room and it's at a distance and the one thing you see that makes everybody listening think that I am ego <laughs> no, and I, I don't find that at all. I
2: don't think you are at all <laughs> no I mean we all are we all can be <laughs> we all can be but I, you have to you only got one point of view yeah i yeah. guess that's true yeah. so
0: what was it that got you really into acting what was it besides you started emceeing like in high school for
2: for things or? no i wasn't i was what a big was jock i was actually i was re- i was a big wrestler i did football i wrestled I was, too really weight, weight class uh th- so i was such a
0: low weight class that i was 16 and 1 and 12 of them were forfeits because no one weighed that little <laughs> no one was that light so i was like i'm 16 and one i was like nobody could wrestle you you weigh eight pounds i mean i was a really small kid i was the smallest kid in my high school i graduated
2: i think you're taller than me man i'm
0: six foot now but i grew after high school i grew like
2: eight inches or nine yeah. inches were you always in shape and always tall and always no i, I think i'm built like a brick shit house like but you're you're I'm solid solid yeah yeah so i was like 160 at like as a freshman are you kidding me yeah so you played you wrestled were you a good wrestler i was pretty good my brother's the real one he was a heavyweight state champion in georgia but um, wow yeah dude. now wait a minute we forgot something what's up bro your dad was a, a kickboxer yeah a, a professional kickboxer yeah he did so did he toughen you up Um, He taught me a lot of martial arts. I think, again, like in the 80s and 90s, martial arts was like a huge, huge thing. Right after the Karate Kid. Yeah, Yeah, and then so he kind of brought me into that fold growing up. I remember like having to walk to get my like yellow belt uh i think like six miles in the snow in new york because he's like this is gonna make you a man are you serious (laughs) a frozen man i don't think he ever said those words but i think it was like for him he was like this is a journey my son must take you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) Me just a kid being like i don't wanna Jesus. did you get picked on at school at all you were always a bigger kid so you didn't get really bullied no i just i i'm not looking to fight anyone i also like Trout like we moved out of new i left new york at eight years old and moved down to miami lived in miami went to georgia after that so i was like i was always the new kid in school Uh, weirdly and you got to like redefine yourself a little bit i think i don't know do you have friends from kindergarten still no i have a friend from like. when you say friend do you mean someone you still hang out with i guess i know a lot of people at my age that know people that they've went through the whole grade system with their whole life and they're still friends and you're like i never had that i never had a solidifying group growing up it was always malleable and changing and like right long-term relationships are uh tough for me I maybe guess.
0: that affected you maybe
2: somehow well, right I think now it does. it's like yeah.
0: you're always perpetually you just you're moving you're changing you're you know, cause as an actor, you gotta, you gotta go different places. You gotta film, you gotta yeah. leave for three months. And that's hard to have a relationship with someone who is not really comfortable with themselves or yeah. they trust is a big thing. Yeah. You know, all they hear in tabloids is, oh, this actor cheated or this actor did this or this, yeah. you know, actress. Well,
2: I'm not, that's, I don't, I don't do that. Well, I'm just saying malleable.
0: <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, I, I don't do that either. Yeah i mean when i was younger i mean if i went off and did a movie i usually didn't have a relationship i never i, I never have relationships what am i talking about <laughs> i mean i i do but they just never work out i'll be i think
2: you'll find it someday you do i do i hope so yeah because I'd, i mean i'd like to i think it's about choice a lot of times it's a choice you make every day i think tell me more uh tell you more well you seem to have some knowledge of this i have no knowledge because it just doesn't seem to work out for me well so.
0: <laughs> inside of you is brought to you by Nutrifol. neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker stronger faster growing hair with less shedding and look hair thinning impacts a lot of us myself included in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about
1: it with Nutrifol. Nutrifol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism.
0: Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play, and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted,
1: whole-body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's
0: own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months. And 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months.
1: While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy.
0: In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes.
1: With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required, Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see
0: visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair nutrafol.com spelled n u t r a f o l .com promo code inside that's nutrafol.com promo code inside inside of you is brought to you by shopify you know i use shopify you guys go on the you know inside of you online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you It's so amazing. Shopify, I can't think of anyone else that would do this uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you wanna add discounts, Like, for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael15, and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. Adding products, it's so easy. You put a picture, you just upload a picture, you put a description. It it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. Uh, This is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy
1: to navigate.
0: I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me
1: do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn
0: browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star.
1: Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way.
0: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase, shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's So important if you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while, and I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp when you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session, of course, yeah, yeah, it's just it's 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 like I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash inside. What were we talking about? I don't know. Life. We're Just talking about life. 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 I mean... <laughs> so your dad was a kickboxer yeah. and you, what was your mom doing she
2: was like an aerobics instructor so you had this <laughs> athletic family doing jazzercise in the house while your dad's kickboxing so but he, he was more of a carpenter and like i remember i think he like won a fight and he really like beat someone up and there's actually here's a um a plaque that's on my birthday five years before i was born of him like standing over a guy and that was his like last fight because he just he was like i can't do this it was different from sparring sparring you're not hurting someone right and like he hurt someone and he was like i can't do it anymore
0: did he teach you that like sort of about like you know you don't want to hurt someone you don't want to start fights you don't want to was
2: he a good role model in that regard yeah yeah i think he, he, he definitely stand up for your beliefs and stand up for who you are but there's no need to escalate things into a physical bah, bah, bah. right don't get me wrong i've been in fights but you can like, take care of yourself though I, you have to, <laughs> but, but you can. You can
0: stand your own.
2: Yeah, of course you have to. Have you lost a fight? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've won too. So. You've won. Feels good, good to win. It's you know I'd rather not be in a fight. The people choose fights with you because you're you're a handsome guy. They're like, hey, pretty boy, and they want to like. Dude, last <laughs> night I went to a concert. Last night, what concert? Hall notes? No, it was at the Fonda. The band Tennis. I don't know. If it was a buddy's friend. I'm a, a friend of a buddy's band. Right. Um. And I remember just like, you're like, shit, let's go dance. Let's go dance in the, the the pit or whatever and starting to dance. And people in fucking LA were not dancing and elbowing a girl legitimately pushed her, like dropped her drink on me there. And I was like, oh, what boy. the fuck is going on? Like, are we not at a concert? Can we not dance? Like what's are- that about? It's like a mosh pit. I don't know what it is about. I don't know. So what'd you do? Laugh. you just laughed you didn't say hey what
0: the fuck no
2: i was like i'm gonna keep dancing what you can't ruin my time like if you're having such a shitty time you can't bother me people
0: try to ruin my time all the time i'll be Um, at a concert and what do you do when you go to a concert ryan you dance you listen to music You 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 stand up you enjoy yourself yeah right yeah. so i'm at a concert a, a lot of concerts and maybe because i listen to like light 70s and 80s music mm-hmm. but i'm there to watch hall and Oates or lionel richie <laughs> and i'm gonna dance in the ceiling i'm up there and they're like dude you got these assholes in the back going sit, sit down oh, i'm yeah. like and finally i turn around and i get mad i go i'm at a fucking concert dude enjoying myself
2: why don't you go home with your fucking binoculars yeah what well, are you doing here uh, the watch pe- a dvd or the people that bust out the f- f- camera phones and they start recording the concert. You're like, what? Why'd you come? Why not Why? Didn't you, why wouldn't you just Enjoy watch it the on concert, YouTube? Right, yeah. right. I think there that is a big thing with society right now that we are so separated from the moment and like where we are. It's all about being present. It's so hard too. I try so hard. I'm
0: listening to Eckhart Toll, you oh. know, and I'm like the power of now in the car, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's. Like, I got a
2: good one for you, please, uh, Michael. Michael, a singer. It's, yeah. Um, write that down something surrender living from a place of surrender and what did you learn from that book um that everything's a gift every moment's a gift because to to have this moment fucking supernova's 13 billion years of reality had to happen for this moment to happen and you have nothing you can't affect it at all you can just observe it and experience it
0: so just living your life every day and being grateful and thankful
2: yeah i'm not saying it's easy because you're a constant battle with this guy up here yeah but and your feelings and and the outside do you
0: say gratitudes in the morning do you pray do you anything learn from your catholic days going to church no
2: nothing like that i think i I, i'm fortunate to just kind of have that when i wake up in the morning i love i love it i love feeling that sun i love making my cup of coffee and it's like my favorite part of the day. What do
0: you do to 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 be present? What do you what things do you do? Um,
2: are you saying like
0: yeah? Like some people will go to the beach. Some people will go take a hike. Some people will do nothing, like me.
2: I identify things. I say, what the, what are the color of your eyes? What's the color of your shirt? I just try to really just be here and like. I'm colorblind. <laughs> are you? I really? am. What color are your eyes? Blue. blue. They yeah. are blue. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like even that, just like name things and just be like, where am I here? instead of being stuck up in my head like what's around you me do this. that unconsciously subconsciously no sometimes you have to force it it's a battle all the time don't you think yeah, like I'm here. I like your hat. Man. I like
0: uh, you. your, your headphones. Look good on your head. Thanks, uh, buddy. This is a nice jacket you have, Ryan. Yeah. You have good facial hair. You have yeah. a good, uh, good head of hair. Yeah, take your shirt you know? off, bud. Yeah, take your shirt <laughs> off, Ryan. Yeah, let's let's really be let's really be present. I mean, if we're gonna be present, <laughs> give us a present. Um, so all right, talk to me about like the, when you got into acting and how that started. You know
2: what? Let's keep going into the acting. See, this well, is like but, because, also because the you thing did... that drives me crazy about L. A. It's like As we the only about... thing is. But about you know what? Well, let's talk about this though. You did yeah. so soap operas
0: i loved it as the world but see that that frightens me that's one of my biggest fears because of the amount of dialogue you have to learn for a soap opera oh yeah
2: 40 pages overnight do you have a photographic memory no it was a muscle but the guy that played my dad in that show it would he would literally have three pages of dialogue and they would I don't know if you ever did a soap opera. No, look at me. Yeah. Do I look like I could be in a soap opera? Yeah, why not? Because I wasn't beautiful looking. You, dude, you're so talented. Again, you stuck with me. You, or at least from my opinion, I think you're talented. And thank I you, think, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I just never. I mean, I remember
0: auditioning for soap operas when I was in New York for like days, yeah. days. Oh, you're a New York guy. Yeah, I was born in New York, and then I moved to uh, Indiana, and then I went to college in Kentucky, and then I moved back to New York. But I remember auditioning for like Days of Our Lives, and because yeah. um, I, I like Days of Our Lives, Stefano, and yeah. those characters, but uh, I never got a call back, never nothing for a
2: soap opera, which is probably you know I'm glad because all that dialogue. But but, but talk to me about that. Um, I was the guy who played my dad. He was so good. They would go three, two, one in action, and he would literally have the pages, and they go three two one he'd put it in his shirt and he would have the whole thing memorized. how is that possible if well, i had that gift i'd be fearless but too. it's a muscle i have to admit like when i was doing it at that time like the first few months was like it was it was tough were like, you stressed uh at first and then once you go fuck it you, you let it go all of a sudden it was just like a muscle memory you knew what was going on you're there not saying i hit the line every time but you were got right. finally an understanding especially like being in a TV show at the the length you were didn't become like just kind of second nature it
0: did become more of a muscle but i always worried about it i always wanted to know my lines i the biggest fear i'm doing the, i'm doing a movie coming up and like you know uh you know if I don't have the lines on me, if I don't have the script, if I don't have, they, they wait, if they're changing things, that's a big fear of mine. I'm like, I want to know it so well that I can move around. I could pick up this, this glass right here and I could just talk to you while I'm doing my lines because I know them so well. And I always read a lot when I was younger about, you know, I wouldn't say I read a lot, but like, <laughs> you know, watching, you know, Anthony Hopkins talk about acting or Michael Caine and saying, learn your lines. Yeah. That was a terrible cane, but you know, um, the more you know your shit and not just going, Oh, I got them because there's sometimes I see people in the makeup trailer and they're learning their lines. And I'm like, how can you be great if you're just learning your lines now? How can you be great? I don't want to be well, good. I think you're I exactly
2: great. right. How can you be great when you do it that way? Right. I, dude. I think that's the trick. I remember doing a play. It was a two-hander in New York and I spent before the first table read, I had a, uh, I hired someone to just come and read half the play with me every day, and I just read it. I never, I never memorized the line. I just read the half the play every day, and by that first table read, I didn't even have to look at the script. Are you serious? Yeah. How smart is that? Uh, That was probably the best thing I ever figured out to do. Like, I didn't think it. Like, I was just like, I don't want to be unprepared. And then once you get to that point you do get to throw it all away it's just it's there that's true i always remember that the more you do a play the more you
0: rehearse the more you read it you kind of get the lines yeah once you know the story and you're like you know but
2: you never have to think about it right yeah that's a that's like getting into any character i think it's it is the three months or two months before that you're just doing everything for muscle memory you're just letting like when i did Pauly, like just sitting in that fucking i would take a shower Pauly on uh the, the many saints of, yeah. of
0: newark which is now on hbo max. hbo max which yeah. you can watch which you guys got to check out yeah.
2: but learning those mannerisms it was just i had to live with them over and over again so once i got to set with all this shit and all the blah 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 i didn't have to think about those body or my mannerisms or the lines or the, the way he spoke his right. cadence and all that stuff
0: but you but you did like you knew this guy you met this guy who played no i
2: only met him finally uh or tony uh he was just on set one day and stuff like that but it was all before i was just like, so watching how did youtube you... videos oh you watch like, youtube interviews. videos and i like i was like i gotta figure out who tony is not not Polly walnuts you know right because <laughs> obviously i think poly the, line, walnuts. the line between tony and paulie is very thin was he yeah. like uh you're doing it all wrong
0: what the fuck i do that what are you doing no not at all how you doing hey thanks for doing this <laughs> no, you're playing me this, how cool is he had it? this
2: like kind of like thing to the side you always talked the the side of his mouth with this lisp so that's what you did Yeah do that again that was cool how you did that <laughs> you just i know i'm, I'm like, doing like, like a bill murray from caddy yeah, I I'm doing like, it. it was two <laughs> years ago i did this thing so it's like really and it just came out now well, muscle memory man right wow i think i don't know so what do you do you just kind of i don't know He had this thing and i just saw the way his mouth sat <laughs> the best line i ever heard was like i love that cocksucker like a brother and then he fucked me in the ass.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that Paul, one of that's, your lines? No, that's just him from the show. And I was just like, David Chase writing that line is brilliant. Because like it's just the most absurd, absurd line. When you auditioned for this, I read somewhere that you didn't even, like you never had seen Sopranos. No, I never, no, I had never seen it. And I auditioned for a different character in the film. And I didn't get it. I failed. I didn't get it. Did they just offer you the other role? And they were like, hey, would you be interested in trying this route? And I was like, okay. And then I did. did you better. audition for that? No, I didn't. You didn't? Not that time, no. But Because I auditioned for another character.
0: So you came to set, like, knowing what you're going to do. And sometimes that's hard when you get an offer mm-hmm. and you get on set and you're starting to do this mouth thing, like, you know, I'm doing this. Well,
2: and... it's okay. There's, like, a roadmap when you have to. It, the character kind of already existed, so you're just kind of following but they were excited to see what you were bringing to no, it. no they were not they hated me <laughs> what <laughs> They hated get me. out get out oh it was challenging it was a what do you mean uh it was a challenging one that's all i can say you could just say it was a challenging role no it was the other stuff was challenging it was just challenging being on set yeah it was just like there was a lot of cooks uh, I, that I'm, I'm gonna leave this.
0: You could leave that alone. I could leave it alone. But overall, did you love the other actors you were working with? Oh, that's
2: here? the thing. Like the crew, the guy, the crew, and the the other actors were fantastic. We're all theater guys, so we had like this. We we had uh what not nomenclatures? Is that where where you could speak the same language and we could uh, talk yeah. about? And the trust in the space was wonderful because everyone is doing some weird shit, right? You know and yeah you just, but how do you
0: trust yourself when you're the people around you are not kind of like you're like you're just doing your lines you're reading them you're acting them out you're trusting yourself is it hard to trust yourself when there's a, some chaos going on whatever that was of
2: course of course so you just, you just stick let go. with it no you just let go man what are you gonna do you're, you're there you're gonna do what you you're gonna such do such a good attitude yeah billy magnuson he's got <laughs> such
0: a good attitude here thanks man
2: <laughs> um what was the hardest part about that about doing that part about being in being in the uh, many uh saints of new york i think it was letting go it was like just keep going down this avenue just keep going like this is what you rehearsed, this is what you practice this is what you prepared so trust it you've done this process and so many other projects why don't you just continue down it it's challenging <laughs>
1: All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you, and I like that.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com inside. That's rocketmoney.com inside. Rocketmoney.com inside. Inside of You is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor Meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because. They have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle. And I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, Yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen
1: time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu
0: preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat or simply eat well balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietician-approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code INSIDE50 To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside 50 at factormeals.com slash inside 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals.
2: Do you watch yourself? Yeah. Does a a carpenter look at a table after he built it? Yeah, but there's some, some actors who don't like to watch themselves. I think that's weird, man. It, i think
0: it's weird too and i think it's bullshit i yeah. think every actor says no i don't watch myself they watch themselves i mean I guarantee yeah
2: of course they do because again you can't see what you're doing you, you can't learn or you can't grow yeah. unless they really don't and you're like that's why they do the same thing over and over again yeah yeah you have to you have to be invested in yourself not in like a, a selfish way but like this is your pro- the in the acting career like we are the product that's what sucks like you are the product so you have to constantly mold it and shape it and work on it and right which is exhausting i the problem i had actually one of my biggest failures was um connecting my self-worth to my career and i hate that feeling explain like, that explain that um your self-worth to your career like are what, you are you worthy yeah.
0: Are you good enough to be this part, to be a successful actor, to be someone that people want
2: to hire? No, you I, you know this this game is a uh, it, it's a game of no's. How many no's have you gotten? And a million. It takes, and it takes I'm waiting on yes. a no today. I'm <laughs> honestly waiting on a fucking no today. <laughs> I hope it's uh, Try, it's it's at least maybe <laughs> trying to sell a show
0: I pitched and wrote and I think oh, it's wonderful. Luck, and I felt like the you know the president was in the meeting and he felt I felt like he loved it. But like you know, I'm so used to rejection now that it's just like, how am I going to prepare? Me? And usually I'm like, okay, let's go to the next one, let's go to the next one. But sometimes you go, this, this it, was is it th- me th- or, or no? <laughs>
2: well, maybe, but no. It's like this is too good. What's the problem? Yeah. What is sometimes and you it get- probably sometimes has nothing to do with actually the project. That's what's crazy, and that's what I'm saying. Like, t- like disassociate yourself from the the product like the the career how do you do that i have no clue man you're I still feel... you're still wondering about that you still have self-doubt you still like yeah, of course audition for... you, you do of course i again but all you can do is let it go I, you I, say it... that so freely yeah. like i just let it go do you really just let it go no there's nights i've stayed up there's weeks i've gone through this <laughs> i through. have been on benders <laughs> i've been on I benders have... i've been self-sabotaging myself over and over again but right. like yeah at but what what value does that actually bring to my life Brings nothing brings nothing yeah so it's just kind of constantly going back it's a practice you know it's not something like you'll uh run lines and you're
0: nervous and you're like want to be great and you get on there and you know the first take's not great and you're like in your head a little bit you know you have to and sometimes you say to yourself fuck everybody here (laughs) because at the end of the day when this say they say cut yeah i'm on screen yeah so what do i give a fuck about anybody just have it. and those are the days where i was the best where i just said this is for me i'm fucking full of confidence and it wasn't all the time yeah but when i felt that i go why can't you feel like that all the time yeah. and Can- what is it about that why can't we just once we it's almost like my mind is like you're great so the next time you should be great yeah but why don't you why do
2: you feel like shit right now why don't you feel confident so, now, so i want to rephrase what you kind of said you said yeah. fuck everyone here I think that that everyone here is actually yourself, and you go fuck myself, fuck myself, so fuck myself. It's not mm. everyone; it has nothing to do with anyone else. It's actually the fight you're having in your your own in, head. Yes. So Internal how do you shut struggle. that guy up? And go. What do you do? What do you do to shut him up? I, it's hard. I
0: don't know. That you look at someone's they're...
2: eyes and say your eyes are brown. <laughs> the the sky's blue. I don't. I again, it's. Uh, I actually doing the soap operas with one of the one of the best gifts I've ever gotten in my career, because uh, it was, like, right off the bat. And Ellen, uh, she played my mother on the show. Ellen DeGeneres? No, Ellen Dolan, I think her okay. name is. And um, lovely woman. And I remember one of the days, like, I was probably, like, maybe three months into it, like, uh, doing soaps. And it was one of those days where I was, like, not hitting my marks. And I was, like, God damn it. It's just, like, really struggling. And I was, like, Oh, my attitude was shitty. And she came up to me. She was, like say your fucking lines. No one gives a fuck about you worrying or being bad. Okay. Say your lines. We all want to go home. No one gives a shit. And like to realize that, like I was putting all this pressure on me and like doing all this other shit. It was like, that's not the point of it. You know, you are a part in this wheel. And wow, uh, dude, yeah, it was just that a, kind of, that could have crushed an actor. No, it actually helped. It was, it helped so much because it was just so honest. And I think, um, that I've, that shit always resonates with me. I think that's kind of what I hate about Hollywood a little yeah. bit is the deception of it all. Like, you could just tell me no, or don't do that, or yeah. anything. Don't like pussyfoot around it. Just like put it on the table. Like, it doesn't help anyone to, you know, not hurt their feelings, right? You know, because it's not about you're actually doing someone a service by being authentic and honest, right?
0: At least I feel when you watch yourself. I mean, did you watch your performance? In the many saints and go
2: huh that's pretty good yeah i did you did <laughs> i was like <laughs> you know like, you were like all right this oh, works it worked it worked because i had no i had no clue at, at least actually when i did the adr uh i just remember like oh okay okay i'm not i can like go to bed and like feel what were you worried about that you were coming across as over the top or everything
0: Everything. Everything. you Just worry about that shit. Yeah, of course. And no one called and said, "Hey, we saw the dailies. You're great." Um. No. No one said. No that. one said that. You just hope that this is a big deal. This is the prequel for uh, Sopranos. This is. But you never again. Back to that. You never watched the show at the time because someone said, or maybe you said, no. you couldn't afford HBO
2: at the In time. College? No, of course <laughs> I couldn't college. afford HBO. No. Right. No, um, yeah, no, never, never watched it until the finally I got the job, so I just like binged it. It's a great series. Like the premise, I still haven't seen it. Oh, it, the whole premise: a mobster going to therapy, and like it's fantastic. A great setup for that. Like, right? I think it, it's brilliant. Who's your favorite character in the show? I mean, Tony Soprano. He was your favorite. Yeah, I mean, James Gandolfini was is an unbelievable actor. I remember seeing him in. God of carnage on broadway and he was fantastic he he just had a presence and a, a, a light around him that was just... left was it called levity is that what it is weight weight levity i don't know is that like a
0: magnetism just like magnetism mm-hmm. he has magnetism yeah right yeah um do you ever get starstruck because like when you're working with daniel craig on uh no time to die i mean and you've got this you know you've got fight scenes and stuff like are you are you like oh fuck daniel craig
2: yeah yeah sure but again it's not about the individual it's more like my expectations of it um so you don't get like you get a little starstruck at first. I got like weird starstruck. I remember meeting Bill Irwin the first time. Right. And like I was I just love clowns and he was like the famous most famous clown in the world right. and I remember meeting him on Broadway. I was just like fuck Bill Irwin no one knew who <laughs> what he What clown was he? No, he just had this clowning bit. He he, really? he would just do these bits and they're like all on YouTube and
0: And you met him and you were starstruck.
2: Yeah, and he's a nice guy and I yeah, a wonderful guy. But you
0: think you would have said no, I got starstruck when i met demi moore i got starstruck when i met
2: uh yeah no demi, demi was great like you again i won <laughs> the first time i met a Meryl street i was doing Meryl street you did you worked with Meryl street and in into the woods yeah she was into the yeah holy shit i gotta watch this she's the one who got so there's a tell me tell me please yeah, i was doing a play so i was doing a play vanya and sonia and spike
1: the one was, you got nominated yeah, for yeah right.
2: sigourney weaver was like my girlfriend oh, in come it and, on, you know man. david hyde pierce we're doing the show at lincoln center and after the show david and i shared a dressing room knock on the you know knock on the door uh i open it and all i could think is like you're her you're the you're the chick you're you're i couldn't think of her name i couldn't think of meryl streep's name well when she when you open a door and it's meryl streep you're like what the fuck you know Uh, uh, yeah and then uh uh, what'd she say hey is david there (laughs) oh it wasn't you're (laughs) great oh yeah well the story cuts to like i get into the woods i audition for it whatever um and she basically during like a table read leans over and goes i got you this job you know because of the play are you serious yeah Meryl Streep fought for you I don't know if she fought for me but I think she gave me the opportunity to audition she was like get this guy in here so wow yeah did you get a picture well you you worked with her so you have
0: photos of you and Meryl are you cool now could you text Meryl and say what's up no no nothing like that anybody you became friends with the Sigourney the yeah
2: Sigourney's great
0: you could text her
2: yeah you could say Sigourney what's up yeah all the time what do you call her Sigourney. oh okay <laughs> yeah. maybe you have a nickname like gourney Gor- or no. sig no no or uh, oh she does go by sig yeah she goes by sig i think so oh so, hey man. ripley
0: what's going on <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's amazing what yeah. was this uh you had this unbelievable fight scene i haven't i haven't seen this with daniel craig yeah
2: yeah yeah crazy no time to die so crazy talk
0: to me about that
2: uh, and how do you prepare for that how do you months of uh like there was this french uh um what do you call it Uh, fight choreographer yeah like the the combat what do you call what stunt crew stunt crew yeah and they brought me in you know a few months before i started and i would go to london and train and we just worked on the dance of the fight over how long was the was the fight the fight itself like on screen i couldn't 45 seconds and it probably took you how many months to really get it down (laughs) not but i i have dance training and i think it's all dancing weirdly you know like choreography right um i had it fast but uh, you know you're just you're waiting to shoot the thing so you just go and practice and, and all your kick your your fighting and your karate that you took to it all ha- helped out in this yeah of course and like how to throw a punch properly and That's how what was I daniel hate. craig was he, he tell me about how he Gentlemen, was a gentleman he's a gentleman he's a great guy he's funny um i i feel so fortunate to sit across the table with, from him and like just get to know him and like toss jokes around in between takes and he's a real gentleman and he he is a great number one you know have you worked with any bad number ones yeah you have you won't talk about that though no it's not worth it it's not worth it all i can say uh, is all i can say is like when someone makes a project about themselves rather than the project that's when i know it's bad it's the the biggest issue because we all everyone that's standing in the room agreed to do this project not fuck with someone's ego So what do you do? What do you do when someone's got an ego?
0: Someone's like, you know, you're like, ah, this is about them. How do we do you just, what do you do? What's your approach?
2: Uh, Let them do what they got to do. And just avoid worry about him. yourself. Worry yeah. about everybody else. Do you want be the best me to simple. call you like Sir Bum- Bunderbatch? I don't. Get, I don't care. Yeah, sure. Whatever. So Benedict Cumberbatch was no. an asshole. No, 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 <laughs> I'm no, just no, no, kidding. no. No, no. Okay. You didn't work with him, did you? <laughs> no, never. No, no. <laughs> I'm a big fan, though. <laughs> yeah, who isn't? He's like fantastic. See, when I I, I get a little starstruck. Like, you know, did I... you ever see his like thing when he was the dragon and like the CGI shit? No, him crawling around on the floor. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's... what is it? Fucking unbelievable. He was
1: uh the the dragon. Like in, in the Hobbit, the you know, new the Hobbit. Movie, one, yeah. Smaug. Smaug, yeah. So he had to put on the suit with the dots on it and he crawling around the floor. Dude, homeboy. So hard.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I see the dragon.
0: Uh like, <laughs> you're, you're, really? He was yeah. a dragon. Yes. yes. He looked like a dragon in his but,
2: even his gait was yeah. just like
1: so well he didn't look anything like a dragon that's the thing <laughs> he's wearing the suit yeah the, but you like buy the... it
2: by his mannerisms and his oh, physicality oh yeah. oh yeah i i see a tail yeah. basically he's yeah. like using the tail and you're like that's insane his his imagination is so great and like him fucking um circus andy circus andy like circus i dream of doing roles like that those guys are unbelievable yeah, put a think. mask on me put me in the, i would love have to. you done anything like that yet no, the most, is the prosthetics or like big characters, like in Aladdin, I had a big Aladdin, character. Aladdin, I hear you were great in that. 30 seconds of screen time.
0: But I hear you were, it was a fun character. It was, I- I'm, My friend Troy said, you know anything about this Billy Magnuson guy? Yeah. He's like, yeah, Aladdin.
2: Oh, yeah, 30 seconds. That's all 30 I seconds. And what'd you if do? If I got that much. And it was screen capture? No, no. It was, it was just an It just voice. a character. No, it was a real character. I just put a character. I'm just saying- more just like big characters. I love that. Like the bigger you can make a character and like the world you can play in, that's what I want. I want to like transform and just do Andy Circus shit.
0: Who do you want to work with besides Andy Serkis? Who's Who are some of the actors that you do? You. Go yeah oh i'd work with you there we go bud i got some projects man let's go let's i'm not kidding you better answer your phone though or maggie over there your publicist better answer your phone sounds good man no i got some good stuff man i yeah you're great i mean you've you've done so much stuff and you're now how old are you 36 36 do you yeah. feel 36 yeah you i feel 49 <laughs> i'm 49 and i feel every bit of it ryan how old are you 33 fuck you fuck you
2: fuck you fuck
1: you it's just unbelievable how much
0: better you feel
2: at 33 than 49 yeah and even 36 yeah i feel i you know it's crazy you just your mentality changes that's for sure i think there's still so much to learn and stuff i imagine where were you at 36 where was your headspace um let me see i was 36
0: you know i think i was i was just caught up in all of it and i was just doing it and you don't stop and it's just non-stop and then all of a sudden you know it wasn't until i was like 44 45 i started going what's it all about man why did i have (laughs) to fucking care about what's it all about why couldn't i continue to just not give a shit yeah because i think there in my mind there's got to be something more there's got to be something more than just doing something, getting attention, getting credit for it, being, you know, people like your, there's
2: got to be more,
0: there's got to be purpose. Dude,
2: tell me, keep going down this rabbit hole.
0: Well, you know, just like, you know, uh, going to working at the Ronald McDonald house and helping kids and like doing movie nights with them and then becoming friends with one of the kids who has cancer and becoming close friends with his family and just driving up there to hem at two hours and spending the day with him. And worth more than the whole worth career. Worth more than anything. Worth yeah. more than anything. And, and like, I love this kid. He's like my brother, so much to the point where he has terminal cancer that I find myself praying, saying, Remember the exorcist? Did you yeah. ever see the exorcist? Yeah. Remember at the end when he says, Come into me, take me, yeah. the priest says. Yeah. I say that. I'm like, Let this kid live, man. Let this yeah. kid have a wonderful life. Just take me. I've had a good life, man. Yeah. I'm good. And it's not like I'm talking in a macabre sort of way. It's just like, it just, it is unfair. Mm-hmm. And uh, by by hanging out with him and seeing what a great, just a great human being he is and how he looks at life yeah. and how things get him excited, that, for instance, he uh, he likes to sing, but he's never really done anything professional. And, and, you know, he's not like a singer, but he's, somebody said, hey, you'd like this Blake Shelton song, Lonely Tonight. And so they brought him into the studio and he just sang it. And, you know, it was already recorded. The song was recorded.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so he did it and he just loved it. And I listened to it. And I go, oh, my God, God, this is so good. It sounds so great. And his dad texts me and says, hey, I don't know if you know Blake Shelton. And I go, I don't. And he goes, but, you know, if you can get if there's any way we can get this video, this song to Blake Shelton. And I wrote a letter to Blake Shelton. Really? And my publicist got it to Blake Shelton, and within two days, Blake Shelton sent a video. Oh, and I showed God. it at his house for him, and seeing his eyes light up, and Blake's like, "That's the hardest song I've, I've ever sang, and you crushed it. If you were in The Voice, I would have hit you right in, and you know, and just talking to him, and and his eyes were just like, what? what's going? And just that I could even do anything to make that happen meant. the world world. to me i believe that that makes me feel so much better than all the other stuff it seems like it's superficial but um, there's another
2: good book you should check (laughs) out yeah it's called the second mountain and uh i think this is what it's about it's like there's this um you, you you have that journey that you climbed in your 30 20s and 30s and everything and you're like it's my career my career and then all of a sudden you find like this kid is an example of this other fulfilling thing in your life that's actually worth value than this other thing that you were climbing to the top and you you made it man you you have a successful career you did it and then you probably were like why am i empty 100 i yeah. kind of fought that my whole life i think there's that, whole, I'm, that
0: I'm, feeling I'm, of like why do i feel empty there's just a, yeah. and people will sit there and go you have a house you have friends you have you know you're not broke you're you have a career you have all these things and i acknowledge it and i'm like going yeah 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 but why don't i feel it i hear
2: you and so what do you do what do you what is it that you do do you do i'm in the valley right now between the two i feel i feel i'm in the valley like i am so i have so many great opportunities in my life and great things that come and then i find myself sitting there being like i'm empty i feel empty a little bit um because i i think personally i think it's family and like it's like community and all this stuff and like our career is very isolating and you're put to the side and again i'm grateful for all of it yeah but there is that hunger for like purpose actual purpose, purpose. i mean
0: it's so everybody yeah. i think everybody just wants that it's like you know you hear about those people who just constantly work and i always think what are they covering up yeah they always have to work they always have to be on they always have to get to the next, They're job, always next running. job right well running. what happens if they stop running because yeah. eventually we all stop running yeah, and you face it. You face it. And yourself. you face it no matter how old you are. Yeah. And so I'm gr- kind of grateful that I'm facing it now in a lot of ways. And so it's just like, what do you do about it? Yeah. You know? And how many
2: times would you honestly say you've redefined yourself to yourself?
0: I, I don't know. Or have you always I, been I, the same person? I think I'm redefining myself now. I think really? now is in the last five years, you know, going to get help, you know, yeah. just like mentally. I wasn't ever knock on wood addicted to drugs or alcohol, but like getting my mindset and clear and finding out who I really am. Because I, you know, for me, I grew up, uh, like I wasn't, I didn't have the relationship you had with your family. I mean, I love my family and, and God bless them. But, uh, I just feel like I was doing everything for attention, like just to get attention, just some, some people liked me, acknowledged me, accepted me. And that kind of carried on where all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute you've been doing this since you're like 17 since you did that first play in high school and so it's not enough and they have this thing i've I've talked about it but it's like love and attention have the same feeling like if you're getting people admire you and you they love what you're doing that's the same feeling as love but the only thing is is one isn't sustainable yeah one sort of is like you know
2: well it's always the tank's always going to empty out and like if you actually love yourself right it's always going to be filled yeah you know? and and that, it's a hard thing
0: to do that's a hard know? thing to do but yeah. i think if you do more things for other people if you help people if you mm-hmm. i think that's the true that then you can identify yourself hopefully as someone who can,
2: isn't love and love and be yeah, loved uh, love is a giving act it's a giving away it you is. don't take it right you can't take love right you can only give it
0: yeah i feel you know i feel like my my grandmother Really fucking loves me. Yeah, she probably does. That's a good feeling. She's with
2: us, man. She, well,
0: she's my grandma who's still alive, Blanche. She just said, you know, since the beginning, you know, her and my grandfather used to just write me these letters that were so proud of you and like, and I think they knew that I struggled, you know, and but they always write me these letters, and even my grandparents like, you know, we're so proud of you and all the work you've done, but just know that regardless of all this, how much you know, we you know how much we've always loved you. Yeah, and I and I believe that. Yeah. sometimes it's hard for me to believe really believe that i can be I, I,
2: the doubt because it's that self-doubt and yeah because again probably a trauma from growing up being like i'm not getting the attention or the right support i need or my feelings being recognized yeah and like my awareness. <clears throat> dude we've all been through it you don't believe it you don't believe someone it. says i love you and you're like oh <laughs> uh, so thank what's you what's the
0: catch thank what's you very the catch much? here yeah thank you i love yeah. you too yeah but you're like no dude i fucking really love you yeah and that's you know what it. I mean. And
2: that, but it, it could end there. That's what's crazy. And we can't accept it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know why we push it away.
0: And I think, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say wise enough, but I'm,
2: I think you're good. You got years, experiences. Of but I know
0: that I am. I, I am. I know that I am loved. I know that there are people in my life that love me, and that that feels good. And I know that I love, I could, you. I, I love you. Thank you. I, I could turn to that. I could turn. to I love them. you
2: too. I love
0: you too. That's right. <laughs> and I believe, Billy. I believe, believe. I believe that you're a lovable person. That you really want to love. love. You too. I love you. Well, you know, this has been this has been a really great conversation. The funny thing is, I don't know you, and I talked effort, effortlessly to you. I just feel like it's just very easy. You're someone that. There's no intention. There's no it's expectation. Just, it's, it's, well, there's no expect, expectation. It's just more about finding something from you or mm-hmm. f- finding something from me that you get that you go, hey, uh, we're all striving through. It, we're yeah. all going through the same thing. We all end up at the same place. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are. It's yeah. like how do you get there? And you learn from people. Yeah, and that's what this podcast is about. I think it's just learning. You know, maybe someone takes something you said mm-hmm. and goes, you know, what he what he said really made sense to me mm-hmm. and that, and that's it and most everything i say that doesn't make sense
2: no it makes beautiful <laughs> sense i think it does it really does
0: what are you what when do you they, got going on now because you got so, so much going on many saints of new York is on hbo yeah. max now when does no time to die come out
2: it's already out it's out yeah, it out. It came in la- out last friday last friday yeah or yeah last friday yeah
0: Check so you it got out. two
2: blockbuster things going on right now crazy crazy opportunity what's next what are you working on now uh, I have this film coming out called The Survivor uh, with Ben Foster and wow. Barry Levinson directed. It's going to be on HBO. Um, How tough was that? That was again two months preparation. German. A- so I had to learn a German accent through. Well, it's an English-speaking German accent. Sprechen Sie etwas Deutsch? Können Sie lesen und schreiben? Ich kenne er. bisschen.
0: <laughs> Nein. Ich mach dich. <laughs> Je Et toi? Yeah, Un peu? No. No. Yeah. No, I can't say that. It's it's perverted, but like I, ich liebe dich. I, ich liebe I like yeah. you. Yeah. But i what's the one? I remember where I lived in Munich. the nein, mein Frau. I don't know. What. My grandmother's listening. She's like, "No!" <laughs> oh, Jewish one. But I remember learning for this audition and I never forgot it. I didn't get the part, but I remember learning German for the audition. But it was like, but I remember saying things like, I lived in on Prince Prinzeggettenstraße und Togerstraße next to the Friedensengel in München. Yeah, Licken und mein Arsch. You know, küssen und mein Arsch. I also know how to say, will you blow me? <laughs> That's möchtest du mein Schwanz blasen?' Baby, baby 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 and then say that line baby baby <laughs> that doesn't sound
2: sexy at all no it doesn't sound sexy Not <laughs> quite be quiet now but so you have to learn a german accent no through an english like a british accent so, so wait when, wait wait so you're speaking british but like it's british accent like a german who what? learned english through a british accent so let me hear something no <laughs> give me a, give me an idea the german people always wonder where it is yeah i i don't know that's great yeah it was tough but then if i was speaking to a german in the film i had to speak german so, so what only would you when say i would i don't remember the lines or anything. <laughs> baby yeah. baby <laughs> that's what yeah. You do. yeah it was crazy so yeah german english if i was speaking to the uh, the jewish people and uh if i'm speaking to german it would have to be all in german
0: have you seen the movie
2: yeah do you like it? I did. It was a real passion project. And Ben Foster is. He's incredible. Incredible. Did you ever see Lone Survivor? Yeah. God, that movie's so good. Dude, Homeboy's so good. He is so good. He's so talented.
0: That's great. Yeah. I'm excited for you. You got a lot of great stuff going on, and you, and you deserve it. You're a great guy, Thanks, and he's t- super talented. And,
2: Thanks. Uh, dude. This
0: is uh, lastly. This is called Shit Talking with Billy Magnuson. Shit Talking? These are my patrons. If you want to join Patreon to get back to the podcast or give a little extra to the podcast, uh, I love my patrons. They support the podcast so much. But these are just kind of rapid fire. Oh, shit. Uh, by the way, Emily asks... The game night cast seems like a great group of people to hang out with. Who was the funniest to film with?
2: The funniest to film—that's Bateman. I could watch Bateman do anything. He could—he the way he delivers a line, it's just so dry and so beautifully like the cadence of it. He—he has—he has has it down. He—he was just so funny to watch to hang out with Lamorne Morris. Lamorne Morris is—I love that guy. And Sharon Horgan. I would die for her. She's absolutely a treasure. By the way,
0: how? beautiful as rachel mcadams she's gorgeous and she's so sweet i met her once at a party and she was so nice she's so nice man how many guys just crush how many women men everyone just crush on rachel mcadams i mean right? she is
2: she's a she is who she is and I, I great person her. i love her man. but um, sharon horgan fantastic human being really so funny
0: i think i just saw an interview with two of you they paired you up yeah right
2: we could not make it through the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no she's irish 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 Irish.
0: can you do an irish accent
2: uh no i'm not gonna do it if i get paid for it steph a
0: (laughs) made for love quickly became a must binge show are you excited about the second season do you have any idea on when it will come out
2: yeah we actually start shooting on monday uh second season two so i'm really excited about that and like where they're gonna take it going on dude not really i feel like i have no i'm like nothing to do well maybe you have time to read one of these books or
0: you know work at the wrong house
2: throw a throw a have you ever been to the magic castle
0: i'm a member shut up do you do magic tricks I I don't do magic tricks, but I like magic tricks. I love magic tricks. I'm like a four-year-old watching magic. I'm like, oh my god! (laughs) Me too! Did you see that? I'm a big dork. How did he put my name in an orange? (laughs) He put my name in an orange! (laughs) I'm gonna
2: get this tattoo! How did he do it? (laughs) I flip the hell out. Same. Um, Same. Let's see. I want to go to the Magic Castle. If you want to hang out, take me to the Magic Castle. I'll take you whenever
0: you want. I'm I'm ready. Just email me whenever you want to go. Let's go. Um, The Chief. If you had to live on a breakfast cereal the rest of your life, which one would it be? a Lucky
2: Charms, I think. I was gonna say Lucky Charms. I, I, no, I, I dude. Or, or, or some, uh, <laughs> maybe some Fruit Loops. No, I, or it's weird. I would go Honey Nut Cheerios too. Mm, but, I like Honey
0: Nut, but, yeah. but but Lucky Charms. All those Lucky
2: Charms. Give it all. That. Can you
0: name all the charms and Lucky Charms? Rainbow, heart, cl- uh, diamond, diamond.
1: There's a diamond. Is there a diamond. No. How does the song go? There's a song. After he- me, Lucky he- charm. Hearts, are- hearts and stars and rainbows and the red balloon. It ends with and the red balloon, doesn't it? I th- I, I think, think, he got I think you got, got it. it. My dude. Oh.
0: There we go. Omar, loved your performance in The Oath. Oh. Simultaneously hilarious and terrifying. How did you approach playing such a complicated
2: character? Uh, had fun with Ike Barinholtz and was like, can I just... I. <laughs> all i could think of was like this guy that used to work with my dad growing up and i was like this is the guy the most conservative uh like right wing person the stash all the haircut and everything and it's the guy's dead serious like <laughs> i think that's where humor lies it's being dead dead dead, pan. Si- dead serious not deadpan dead serious anything you're yeah. doing anything
0: you're saying commit to it it's yeah. real
2: it's what your character believes yes it's 100 and right. do you know like no he, he's a wonderful man wonderful would he be a good guest yeah, Ike's great. He's he's funny. You know, I wish I had bits or like people that do bits. Like I just don't. What do you do? Impressions? No, not one. No.
0: Come on, you got to do one. Do one impression? I mean, everybody does walking. That's an easy one. <sighs> Your son, <laughs> fuckhead that he is, <laughs> and that bitch her
2: girlfriend they took my narcotics. <laughs> I always do that, but like yeah. Did you I, see I, Seven Psychopaths? No. You haven't seen Se- Seven Psychopaths? No. Fantastic film. Write McDonald's. that down, Ryan. And I'm gonna oh my god yeah all right i'll watch it fantastic i worked movie. with Walken. i love i loved it's watching walk it it's uh rockwell it's uh colin farrell colin farrell it is fantastic all right i'm in i'll yeah. watch that i need something to watch it's a whack-ass but it's mcdonald
1: uh the guy did did you ever see in
2: bruges it's yeah same same guy guy director. yeah he's a playwright as well would you ever do a horror movie um here's my jam i have done when i was like one of my first ones it's called blood night the legend of mary oh, hatchet nice yeah, yeah i heard about that one <laughs> i remember i remember that really? title
0: yeah i don't think i saw it but i, I remember um
2: it. the only problem with doing horror films is you shoot at night and i hate shooting at night where you have to shoot you're like you days care about it? yeah i like my morning what is lastly i know it's a
0: stupid question no what's your best take usually the best take, take one
2: take two or usually take three is when I fucking find No, honestly, it's when I'm driving home being like,
1: I should have fucking done this. <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Yeah, you That's know That's always what the best about. thing. Why
0: wasn't I thinking that? What the fuck? I misinterpreted the whole fucking taking thing. Taking
2: a shower at home, you think it's three months later. God, why didn't I do that? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Do you hold on to things? Do you let things go? I
2: it's both like when someone breaks up with you i hold i'll hold i'll hold it's certain things it's certain things like i'll hold on to specific things that i where if i made the choice and i'm like oh man i need to work on that on myself if it's someone else's choice you can't really right do anything about it can you let things go or are you someone that could just kind of <laughs> let things go and let bygones be bygones I, my friend recently told me he's like Dude, sometimes you gotta let things go. Like, I'll push on people, be like, "But what do you mean by that? Let's go, let's go down this conversation. Let's go down." Right. He's like, "Sometimes you just gotta let it go, bro." Uh, I gotta work. on You hold on it. to things. Well, again, I think if <sighs> be specific in life, be make a choice. Not making a choice drives me crazy. Like living in a state of limbo. You're like, "What do, do you make a choice? Who cares? Right. Make a there's choice. No, there's no, there's no wrong answer. It's just." A, left to right and left may fail yeah. so be it then go then go back right I, yeah. who gives a shit right just don't do
0: nothing favorite role you've ever done that you go fuck i killed it i loved it i'm
2: in this this was my favorite role i've done so far wow i uh, i loved prince Anders from aladdin it was just i loved the character but then there's like other experiences like i've had that where just man i don't know like with the career I, I doing a play doing tv film all these years after they they mean nothing to me now it's weird it's just it doesn't exist anymore right and so you know that like, the hunt we're always on the hunt for the next opportunity and like we fall in love with the the work of it so like the film coming out which i shot bond two years ago the the, the connection i have to it is different Right, you know, because while doing it, you're like, oh, what the fuck? And then you slowly let it go. go yeah, and then the it's gone already. Yeah. Right. It's weird. I
0: love it love it well thank you for allowing me to be inside of you this thank has you. been i love you this has been a real treat
2: really really yeah. did you have fun yeah this is my first podcast ever like how easy like, was it if you it's never kind of as good as this though in we'll person, never be as good as this do, again i hope not <laughs> <laughs> no, this is
0: great man i yeah. appreciate i appreciate you and uh i'll take you to the magic castle fuck yeah we'll go we have to dress up you have to dress in a suit i, I easily i would love to. and we'll laugh like kids and we'll watch magic uh, <laughs> tricks you want to go ryan yeah how about the three of us go let's yeah. go just three solo
2: guys. Yeah. And thank you for the wine. Looking <laughs> sharp. Thank
0: it. you for the wine. You brought me uh, some uh, Chianti. Chianti. Can you do an impression of... Uh... Chianti with fava beans. And yeah. <laughs> that's what he says. Nice Chianti. Yeah, what does he say? Is like, what was that line?
2: <clears throat> I
0: ate his brain. Dude. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. candy. Yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: I remember, yeah. I, I, I love that movie. God, he was great, wasn't he? Yeah. I sense someone's tried to test me. I hate to live with some fava beans and a nice candy. <laughs> it was something like that. it was something like that. All right, dude, I'll let you go. Cheers, brother. Cheers. He's got a lot, of, a lot going on, man. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. Do you want to be that busy? Do you like being this busy? No, I don't ah, know. I, I don't. I think I lost my wanting to be busy. I think when I was younger, I just wanted to constantly be busy, and now I like time to nap i <laughs> oh, really he did a movie called no time to die i want plenty of time to nap plenty of time to nap that's the sequel <laughs> if i was in a bomb movie plenty of time to nap would you see that one uh thank you guys all for supporting the podcast and listening uh again go to patreon.com slash inside of you to support the podcast and other ways to get back uh thank you um cumulus for supporting the podcast thank you ryan thank you jason our editor Wonderful job, Jason. Thank you, Bryce, for uh, producing. uh, And thanks, Dylan, for helping me get some guests. And, uh, you know, right now, why don't we, uh, before I also, before also, Mm -hmm. um, LA Comic Con, I'll be there December 4th and 5th. Doing a Smallville Nights with Tom Welling. He'll be here, so make sure you get your tickets. And November 20th, my band Sunspin is playing virtually on stageit.com, but you can get tickets on sunspin.com as well. Uh, support the band. Come see the band. Uh, you could also go to sunspin.com for awesome merch. You see Stephen Amell always wearing Sunspin hats, and Tom Welling wears Sunspin shirts. And, like, uh, you know, I appreciate the support. It's really nice. Also, if you want any inside of you merch, Go to the Inside of You online store, and there's some great stuff. Um, Lex Luthor stuff, Smallville stuff, uh, Inside of You stuff, mugs, all that all that jazz. All oh, that shit. Why don't we get into the top tier patrons? These are people who give back a little more, a lot more. Couldn't do the show without them. And here we go. Nancy D., Leah S., Trisha F., Sarah V., Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E., Brian H., Mama Lauren uh, G., Nico P, Jerry W, Robert B, Jason W, Kristen K, Amelia O, Allison L, Raj C, Joshua D, Emily S, CJP, Samantha M, Jennifer N, Stacy L, correct, Jen S, Jamal F, Janelle B, Kimberly E, Mike E, Eldon Supremo 99 more, Amira, Santiago M, Sarah F, Chad W, Liam P, Janine R, Maya P, Maddie S, Belinda N, Chris H. I just got into a little Jack Nicholson there, Dave H, Spider Man Chase, Sheila G. Not to be confused with Sheila E, Brad D, Ray H, Tabitha T, Michelle K, Michael S, Talia M, Betsy D, Claire Baby, Laura L, Chad L, Rochelle, Nathan E, Marion, Meg K, Janelle P, Trav L, Dan N, Lorraine G, Big Stevie W, Kendall T, Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey K, Super Sam, Coleman G, Dev Nexon, Michelle A, Liz L, Liz I, Jeremy C, Andy T, Cody R, Sebastian K Gavinator and H David C John B Brandy D Yavor Camille S Bano Bono Bono the chief the chief Joey M Willie F Christina E Adelaide N. Jeffrey M Omar L it's it's an I right
1: I, well go back to Stacey L what does it say next to Stacey L <laughs> is that an L yeah it's Omar I because he's not go. doing the L yeah Omar I hi Omar
0: I Omari, 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 Lena and design OTG, Eugene R, Chris P, Nikki G, Corey, and KTB. Thank you. Podcasters. Thank you. Patrons. Thank you. Uh, anybody who listens to the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate you. It means a ton to me. I hope you continue to listen. We'll try to give you good interviews and, and hopefully we'll all learn something, how to be a better human being. Thanks for taking the time while you're driving to work or you're doing whatever with your time. You're spending time with us i'm michael rosenbaum i'm ryan Tails from the hollywood hills of hollywood
1: hills, california
0: ryan big wave oh Little, is this what the kids are doing uh thank know. you guys for listening thank you allowing me for allowing me to be inside of each and every one of you i had a blast i hope you did too and um take care